Welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. In today's episode, Brent continues with the series titled Learning to Lead. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We're doing a journey called Learning to Lead, and I'm super excited about this. How do we teach young people, those who are new to the faith, youth leadership, young leaders learning to lead? What are some of the big crucial ideas? And so I've chosen 10 of them. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, number one, we looked at leaders have learned to see themselves as leaders. Crucial, getting your identity right. We're not going to lead unless we see ourselves as leaders. Number two, leaders feel fear but have learned to face their fear. Last week, we looked at uh, leaders have learned what leadership really is. And we're going to carry on in part number four this time with the topic, leaders have learned what leadership is definitely not. So we looked last week, what really is leadership? Leadership is Christ followership. To be a great kingdom leader, we need to be great Christ followers. Leadership is example. Remember, actions speak louder than words. And then we looked at leadership is going first. First in everything except eating last. But otherwise, we go first. So it's really important as well to now get a picture of what leadership is not. And that's exactly what Jesus did when he gave one of his most powerful lessons of leadership to his disciples. It's a famous passage in Matthew chapter 20, verses 25 to 28, a passage I'd love you to meditate on and think about. About. And uh, it simply says this, Jesus called them, that's his disciples together, excuse me, and he said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them and their high officials exercise authority over them. Do you see that word over them, kind of that overbearing, dominating leadership style? Verse 26, not so with you. I love that. I can see Jesus leaning into his disciples. In uh, one translation, it says, but among you, it will be different. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So three things that leadership is not. Number one, leadership is not control by fear or force. Let me say that again. Leadership is not trying to control people using fear or force. Jesus taught his disciples about leadership by getting him to look at what was happening in the world around them and in particular in the political arena. You know how the Gentiles, their rulers, and, and he says, look at what the world's doing. Don't do that. They were ruling by fear and force. Now, I'm in Africa, I come from a continent where we've, had, where we've had too many dictators of too many countries living in palaces in riches while their countries are going down the tube and the people are living in poverty and suffering. That's not biblical leadership. That's not kingdom leadership. And we've got to turn that completely around on its head. So what should we be careful of? Because that leadership of the world can so subtly creep into the kingdom and sometimes not so subtly and even into the church. Be careful of the following signs. When you start making up rules that people have to follow, but that the leader himself or herself doesn't usually have to follow. When you start making threats and warning people if they don't obey and do what you say, this is going to happen. That's a dangerous sign. Demanding from the people what the leader is not even doing themselves. In other words, when there's a standard for the people, and a much lower standard for the leader. The people have to do this and this and this. But the leader, because he's a leader, he doesn't have to follow the same rules and regulations. That's a dangerous sign. 
and not caring for the well-being of the people that you lead. That's the most dangerous sign. Where as long as it goes fine for the leader, it doesn't matter what's happening to the people. That is dangerous leadership. If you recognize any of these in your leadership style, then hear the words of Jesus. Verse 26, he said, but not so with you. Jesus commanded his leaders, you're not going to lead like that. So number one, a leader will never win the hearts of the people through force and control. Don't do it. Number two, what is leadership not? Leadership is not a popularity contest. If we carry on what Jesus was saying by look around at the leadership style of the world, what we see nowadays is this democracy. Democracy is fine and good, but at the heart of democracy is trying to please the people. What do the people want? How do we keep the people happy? And uh, uh, Moses' brother Aaron, if you go all the way back to the book of Exodus, he fell into this trap. Moses was up on the mountain, God was speaking to him, and without a leader, let me, well, let me read to you from Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 to 4, and I want you to see how Aaron fell into the trap of listening more to the people. What do the people want rather than what does God want? It says, when the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Aaron answered them, Take of your gold earrings uh, that your wives, your sons and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took them and handed, uh, was handed to him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. And then he said, These are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. What a great tragedy. I mean, Aaron, who'd seen what God had been doing, fell into the trap of wanting to be popular, fell into the trap of wanting to keep the people happy. A good leader will certainly listen to people, but good leaders, kingdom leaders, listen primarily to God. We don't want to please the people primarily, we want to please God primarily. That's why the kingdom of God is not a democracy where the people rule, but a theocracy where God rules. A leader will never accomplish God's plans by bowing to the people's wishes. And then lastly, let me finish with this one. Leadership is not titles, positions, and privileges. A third thing that, the leadership, that uh, leadership is not in the kingdom is thinking that the people are there to serve the leader rather than the leader there to serve the people. Jesus taught uh, and he said, Not so with you, verse 26, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant and whoever wants to be first must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. What does this mean practically? Well, here are some examples. It means that the leader doesn't try and elevate himself with a fancy title. He rather tries to lift and empower the people around him. It means that the leader doesn't expect the people to work harder than she does. Rather, the leader should work harder than the people. It means that the leader doesn't get the closest parking next to the door. Rather, the leader parks the furthest away so that the people can have the better parking close to the door. It means that the leader doesn't take the glory, but gives glory to God and to the people in his team who've put in the effort. It means that the leader doesn't demand the most money, but tries to be the most generous. Do you see how in the kingdom everything is completely upside down compared to the world? A leader will never become great in God's eyes who is served more than they serve. So now it's your turn. A couple of questions to ponder. Number one, have you experienced a leader who tried to lead by force and control? How did they do it and how did it end up making you feel? Number two, have you had a leadership situation where what people wanted was different to what you know God wanted? How did you deal with it and what did you learn from it? And lastly, are you serving more than others? If not, 
then make a decision to start today. Be the one who serves the hardest because the greatest among you will be your servant. I really hope it helps. Looking forward to next week's episode once again as we continue this journey of learning to lead. Until then, God bless and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.